0: Welcome to Maximize Your Social, actionable advice on how your business can maximize your social media presence. Now, the host of Maximize Your Social, social media author, speaker, consultant, and founder of Maximize Social Business, Neil Schaefer. Hey, everybody. This is Neil Schaefer, Maximize Your Social. As promised, I am here at Social Media Marketing World 2014 in San Diego. This is the who's who, the what's what the where's where, of everything social media that you cover over an entire year. And I am here with someone that I've known from Orange County, and some of you know that I've interviewed other university professors that are teaching social media, that are teaching business professionals how they should be using social media. I think it's a really, really interesting topic that a lot of you resonate with. So I am here with Nicholas, Dr. Nicholas Meir, Oh, thank God I said your name right. And we were just talking because Nicholas is from Sweden. I was just in Finland. And I have actually taught, well, I've lectured at your class on B2B social media marketing. I think it was about a year ago. Uh, Yes, Uh, you're welcome Uh, back. Thank you. And Nicholas is at Chapman University, right there in in one of our uh, great schools in Orange County. And Nicholas, first of all, great to see you again. And can you tell us a little bit about yourself, what classes you teach at Chapman, and the social media curriculum in those classes?
1: Well, I came to America to do a PhD in B2B marketing and supply chain partnerships. But pretty early in the the internet era, I started getting interested in the electronic commerce, first in the B2B context. But then I started teaching internet marketing more generally from 1999 and onwards. I've been teaching internet slash social media marketing for 15 years. Some years it wasn't very popular, like 2002, 2003, it was back to teaching principles of marketing again. But in the last five years, I've been going more and more in this direction and the titling classes as well as social media marketing since 2010, and um, I try to live as I learn a little bit, even though I'm not a full-time out there content creator, I try to rank number one still as social media professor on Google and um, <laughs> showing the kids that um, you have to find what's your, what, what's your area, what's your niche and uh, what do you need to do in order to stay relevant. And so that's uh, the number one class. The other one I teach global marketing and some marketing management classes. Now, are these uh, undergrad or grad classes or both? I teach both, and I think it's good to have the mixture because the undergraduates have their energy and the naivety that I actually appreciate because they don't close doors. They think they can change everything. The MBAs, they are, some of them have gotten burned from life, uh, but some of them want to do a career transition, and uh, the richness of the case discussions are. Or deeper, You can go into some real examples more. So I'd like to do both.
0: So let's first talk about the undergrads. So I recently spoke to a group of students at Elon University, mm-hmm. and I got all sorts of questions. And one of the questions was, does social media really work? Mm-hmm. And this is from a demographic that use live and breathe social media, right? So I thought that was very interesting. And I find that there's sort of this gap between the personal use of social media and the professional use, mm-hmm. and that very few of them really understood how it could be used for a business. Yeah, how do you find teaching the undergrad? Why are they interested in social media and after you teach them what level do you think they're at the level where they could be hired by agencies by companies Mm -hmm. and be
1: very proficient at handling their social media marketing? It's a great question and I think people generalize too much because you have two sides of the coin. You have the undergraduates that use social media a lot and are very fast in text messaging and apps and things for pure personal use. And then you have some that are entrepreneurial and are out there doing internships or have a family business they're engaged with that they bring to the 21st century. So you have both diversity within the group, but then you have a lot of undergraduates that uh, come in uh, because they're recommended by me to a real business that gets too much authority. I tell my students that if you find yourself in a situation where you basically can kill a brand overnight and the company doesn't even know how much control of the cockpit they have given Mm. please try to get an executive sitting down for coffee and ask them stupid questions about who are you what are you doing what's your voice because they have built a brand perhaps for 50 years and you can kill it overnight. Maybe not do something completely stupid, but it's completely misfit. And I think that some of them appreciate that they have the technical knowledge, perhaps, but they need to put it into the business context. And then they can get it and sort of get that relationship as well with mentors. So I guess the advice there is if you're a college student
0: or you're looking to get more experience in social media, do it, whether you intern, volunteer, do it for your own brand. That's really the best way to learn. On the other hand, if you're a company looking to hire a social media professional, you want to hire someone that actually has that experience and that's going to ask you those questions Mm -hmm. so that they can do a better job, right?
1: Yeah, it it is a a balance. Uh, I tell students, don't consider it dangerous for you career-wise to join a company that doesn't allow you to have a personal social media presence in parallel to your full-time employment. Uh, because the average 20-year-old graduating now, their, their average employment is going to last less, less than 18 months. and Then you would have to start all over again. Uh, and at the same time, as a company, could benefit from you bringing your network, at least partially a Venn diagram type of... Some of that might be relevant to some of your network or yeah. their families and friends, and you can bring that to bear. So these are really great things that if you're looking to work at a company in social media,
0: those are the questions you should be asking. What's the executive buy-in? Can I, ha- can I continue doing my own personal social media, my own personal branding? So let's move on to the professionals that are in the MBA program. And I know that your MBA program isn't a specific social media focus, but that you teach social media as part of it. So what has been the, and I'm assuming it's an MBA in marketing, correct?
1: Or is it just a general MBA? We have general MBA with emphasis in marketing, but um, uh, I've also been teaching specific internet sl- social media marketing classes for that cohort, both in our Czech program in in Prague and in uh, in California. So we have a separate class for that, but it's not a major in social media. Gotcha. So So tell me just the general aptitude of those.
0: So they're in a marketing focus. I'm assuming that these are MBA people that have some business experience, Mm -hmm. some marketing experience. What is their level of aptitude in terms of social media? And what do you think they need to learn the
1: most that I'm assuming you teach as part of your program? I think that um, they need to get out of this mindset that you should do one thing really well uh, instead of doing a mediocre job everywhere. I say that it's some truth to that statement, but it's too early to commit to one platform. It's too dangerous, too limiting. You need to control your SERP a little bit more. SERP meaning search engine results page on Google. If you're just on one platform, you're going to let nine other contributors dominate that page for the search terms you're interested in. You need to get out there. And even if you have a minimal presence, you need to be technically proficient to develop a skill and a voice of your own or on behalf of the brand. Some of them come in with not specific marketing role, but they want to know more about marketing and how it relates. And what really works is like you talk about the social business that talking about you don't have to be in the marketing department to be relevant for this as a content contributor to build their own reputation within the company and externally I think some of my students sort of see the potential to raise their profile a little bit and uh, basically see how does whatever I do contribute not just to my boss but to the end user even though it might be indirectly do we have a story here and finally this storytelling is sort of the key element i think that um, successful mbas that did this without technology before i tell them if you're if you're good at building relationships and trust and uh, networks that's great. Those skills are still applicable in social media age. You just can do more of it faster. Right, and you can scale. Yeah, and you bring up a great point point. And, and I talk about this when yeah.
0: after I wrote my first book on LinkedIn, when I wrote The Rough Draft, I decided mm-hmm. I didn't want to be a one-trick pony. Yeah. And when I consult with companies, you don't pick platforms. You need to cut those emotional bonds you have with a particular platform. I love Google+, but I know it may not be appropriate for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's important to really take that neutral professional perspective mm-hmm. and understand holistically mm-hmm. how all these platforms work and obviously what's more relevant for your job at your company and and this is almost like a skill that's hard to teach but but something tells me you're trying to instill that in your program and
1: i think that it's a good point you make because as a teacher of a topic that is changing all the time i tell students the first class that i'm the one who's going to learn by far the most this semester Don't see this as a one-way monologue because some of you are already proficient in ads or website building or some of you know nothing but I'm going to create a learning lab where we share experiences. Some some will dive deep in a team project or in an assignment on personal branding and we can bring this to bear in the classroom context. But I think you're right that teaching, I see it more as a mindset that I'm teaching them about lifelong learning and experimentation and positive attitude. I want them to start saying to themselves, when they hear the news that there's a new social network coming out that is popular in Wall Street Journal or wherever that they're going to at least pretend to smile and say yay <laughs> instead of saying oh no because if you think you're set in a new way you're going to be a yeah. dinosaur in just a couple of years no very
0: true I, I love the, the three components you just talked about for every social media professional experimentation positive attitude what was the third one you said right before experimentation um, oh, learning
1: man. mindset I think the,
0: yeah the mindset the mindset that's critical well Nicholas, you know, any else that you want to add to all the businesses that are listening, social media professionals? And I also want to know how people can find, I know that you have a blog. I know when I uh, spoke, you featured me on your blog as well. So talk a little bit about how people can find you as well as your current program at Chapman, mm-hmm. as well as Prague. And if you do any online programs, I don't, I don't yeah. know if Chapman's there yet or not. And-
1: now, we're working on some online programs. Uh, chapman.edu is the university website, and the Arger School of Business and Economics is where I teach. But my blog is niclasmere.com. And thanks to inspiration from people like yourself, I'm launching marketing. The Social Media Professor podcast. Nice. That's Nicholas
0: Mir. That's N as in Nancy, I-K-L-A-S, M as in Mary, Y-H-R.com. And you definitely need to trademark that term, marketing.
1: <laughs> I got the <laughs> domain name. And it's quirky, I know, and difficult to spell, but I'm, I'm going to go for it
0: that's awesome I've had a few other people reach out to me that have said hey Neo I started podcasting because of you and I was literally just talking to Nicholas hadn't seen each other for a while put my backpack down said you have 10 minutes we're just going to do this podcast that's how you know don't worry about buying some fancy schmancy equipment just do it's about the content and about the engagement and the relationships you build both with the people you interview as well as the people listening so I'm going to end on that note today any final last words Um, for uh, for this podcast Nicholas
1: uh, thank you for the inspiration and um, I love your book uh, maximize your social and I would enjoy having you featured on my podcast talk about your book and what you do traveling in scandinavia and elsewhere we, <laughs> we cross roads and go to scandinavia together one day that would be great that would be awesome
0: very much enjoyed my travels in in scandinavia and i hope that happens well that is it for another episode of maximize your social I'll help you found this advice relevant to whatever you do vis-a-vis social media for business and coming from san diego california social media marketing world as i always do wishing you wherever you are in the world the best of days bye-bye everybody Thanks for listening to Maximize Your Social. We appreciate your iTunes subscriptions, ratings, and comments. If you would like to appear on the show or recommend content, please contact Neil Schaefer at neil at maximizeyoursocial.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.